Hi, everyone. This is Carolyn from Second Serve. Who is excited about the French Open? The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris, and you can watch every court live on Tennis Channel Plus. You can watch it on your phone or smart TV live in HD. So you can watch it at work or while you're waiting in your kid's carpool line. Live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. You can be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, this is Carolyn, and I'm here with Aaron, and this is part two of our episode with Julie, who is the executive director of the Raleigh Tennis Association. If you'd like to hear about her incredible background in tennis, including starting a number of programs in Kentucky, please go back and listen to part one, but here is part two. So Julie, can you tell us how adult recreational players can get involved? There are so many opportunities for people to get involved in tennis, like you mentioned, besides playing tennis. You know, we're always looking mm-hmm. for volunteers, even people who are interested in, in coaching a little bit. And they can help us with our beginner programs. Mm-hmm. You know, we can help get them trained and, and ready to work in um, in try tennis. But we also do a lot in the community and community outreach and going into after school programs and bringing tennis to underserved area or under resourced programs. And that's a big thing that's really important for us to do is give everyone the opportunity to play. So we need people that can help us do that, that are willing to to volunteer maybe some time um, to help us get in all the places we want to get in with tennis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a great way for adult recreational players to volunteer a little to help beginners. It is. I love beginners though, because they have that uh, they love it. And, you know, the better we get, the more oh. competitive we tend to get. We forget a little bit of that yeah. sometimes. But uh, those those experiences, though, that a player has, a junior or an adult, those first experiences are what are going to keep yeah. them in the sport. Because if it's not a good mm-hmm. experience, you know, we're, we're likely going to lose that player. And I, and I, I know that right. for true with all the the work I've done with juniors over the years, that was what kept them playing. If you gave them a great experience, Mm -hmm. they had fun. You, you gave them opportunities to keep playing with their friends. You had that player for the rest of their life, whether they went on to play college tennis, which some of them did, or whether they just, you know, they played it um, on the weekends with their friends or one day they'll play it with mm-hmm. their children. I mean, it tennis will always be in their life. So that's why it's important yeah. for uh, community tennis associations to really expose people to a great experience right. with tennis. <laughs> yeah. And all different programs, too. I know there's another one, too, for anyone that's listening that's in the younger category, younger than me. Um, you have, I think you have a... I don't know the name of it, but it's like y'all. a 30, it's like a 30s. What's y'all. It? Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. beer. Y'all? Is that what it yeah. is? Y'all. y'all. Name, I was right? going to say beer, beer league, yeah. but okay. Young, <laughs> young adult local league. So we okay. had, it actually Good. had been a 30 and under, but now we've kind of opened it a little bit more where you could be 35. <laughs> but it's it's a young adult okay. yeah, local league. Sense. It's yeah. a social league. So, you know, their scores mm-hmm. aren't counted in USDA or ranking any of that, but it's, right. it's a social 
opportunity and they have fun. so much fun. And I don't know how many stories I have heard of them meeting yeah. who they end up marrying. I mean, the, the coordinator that we yeah. have. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, we the need love some of those stories. stories. Yes. I mean, it's, it's the love stories. I know I have had many people say, we need a 40 and under, 50 and under a week like that. I think what I really like too is, I mean, Carolyn and I play a lot of USTA. Like we don't, we do a lot of fun tennis because we get to practice together. And like I said, we just did a tournament together this weekend. And, but I think the the great thing about RTA Raleigh Tennis Association, and I'm sure a lot of other tennis associations around the country is you're not just focused on like, I mean, there's a lot of us that love to do USTA. We do want competitive matches. Mm-hmm. We like, you know, rankings and, you know, and scores entered and showing up at, um, to matches and comp- competing as a team. But there are so many people that don't want to do that. And people do need to realize that you don't just have to go out on the court and hit a ball with somebody, but there is a program, whether it's you're under 30 or, you know, you're coming back to tennis or you're, you know, have a child with a disability or there are so many programs to get involved with, you know, just not just like a competitive league. Oh, definitely. And the great thing is, is, you know, we have that, but you, if you are a competitive player, I mean, you have some great opportunities in this area to compete with, with USTA leagues, um, USTA leagues, yeah. they run year round, which are wonderful. And, mm-hmm. and, and yes, yeah, they, they never end. Yeah, and they're, you know, they are, there's open. never an end. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but they just yeah, go from season to season to season. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And then once you're kind of addicted, <laughs> you, you want to play every season right. too, but, but, the, and yes, yeah. they may be more of the competitor or the serious player, but, they have a great time. I mean, those teams and, and it's wonderful to see people of all ages having friends of that they've made for a lifetime Mm -hmm. through tennis and their tennis teams and, and be able to compete too. I mean, how many sports can Mm -hmm. you really stay competitive in until you're 80 or hundred even I've seen that. So it's just a a wonderful opportunity that, People can continue to be competitive. And the great thing, too, about USTA leagues is you can start as a, an adult player, like you were saying you were, and then become the competitive at, athlete you've always dreamed of being, you know, instead of, right. uh, well, yes. I played competitively all through my youth, and now I don't have any opportunities to play and, and maybe a different right. So that's really exciting yeah. to see people achieve, you know, their their highest potential and competition or, you know, whatever it may be, there's, there's a lot of reasons people play, but um, I, you know, and I, myself, and I know I had said a lot about my history, but I, I've played uh, USTA leagues um, not as much currently. Now I'm got a little bit more time as an empty nester. So I am working to kind of get back into more of a league play setting, but you know, I've played USTA leagues, since I was probably 25, <laughs> you know, playing in, in different yeah. leagues um, over the years. Yeah. So it's it's been a wonderful part of my life. And, and some of the greatest friends I mm-hmm. have from this day are, are people I played with tennis, you know, USTA League. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they were a parent of one of my junior kids. And they're friends I've made for a lifetime. 
So anyway, yeah. you, you can tell I'm very passionate about tennis and, and what it can do. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you another question there? So sure, that sure. you have played a ton. What's your most memorable moment on the court? Oh, wow. Well, I have to say, you know, I ha- like I mentioned, I have an identical twin sister. And we love playing doubles <laughs> because we could just, for one, we didn't even have to talk. I could just look at her and knew what she was thinking or what our strategy was. So it was always a lot of fun to play with her. Um, and we've had some really great experiences as twins playing tennis um, on the court. So uh, that that's kind of hard to sum that up in one moment. I could probably tell you some real funny yeah. twin stories. But that that certainly has played a big part in probably why I am so passionate about tennis is – it was a wonderful relationship um, building experience for my sister and I, and we've had so many wonderful experiences playing together, you know, since our mom made us go out in the uh, courts that lazy day. <laughs> <laughs> do you have similar strokes and do you fight over who plays out and who plays deuce? Because <laughs> um, I've seen twin, I've twin, I've seen sisters, not just like the Williams sisters, but I've seen like, siblings play and a lot of times they have like same mannerisms they kind of have the same strokes you know Um, or even like I've seen adults like uh, a parent have a similar stroke to a child so do do you guys play a similar style very much so I mean very similar style we never fought on the side she took the ad I took the do side and I don't ever remember kind of struggling with why that was but what I thought was interesting though was my son who he isn't playing as much now but he's he's a junior in college but he was a very strong junior player but his strokes he started with me when he was 10 and of course he's 10 times the player I ever was but his strokes (laughs) I'll be like wow I guess I did rub off on him a little bit he's got a similar stroke style that I do yeah (laughs) so it's kind of interesting to kind of see you know that influence you have even though he's had you know far greater coaches but you know still (laughs) there might be a lot of little kids in Kentucky with a similar stroke (laughs) with all those programs you started yes because of you Julie that's right Erin yeah (laughs) that was a thought gosh whatever issues they have too might be my influence (laughs) if he didn't do something correctly (laughs) it's my fault (laughs) yeah Thanks very much to Julie for speaking with us. You can definitely tell she is passionate about tennis. We've included in the show notes a link to the Raleigh Tennis Association in case you live in this area. And if you live outside the area, we hope you'll check out your local community tennis association. If you'd like to see a picture of Julie or listen to any of our past episodes, please go to our website, which is secondservepodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon. Hey, Second Serve listeners, this is Erin. Carolyn and I are so excited that the second slam of the year is happening this month. 
The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the French Open, and Tennis Channel Plus is the place to watch it. Tennis Channel Plus brings you courtside with three weeks of unparalleled access, and they do this with every single court live. Watch on your phone, your smart TV in HD, or like I do, on my iPad while I'm sitting at my desk working all day. I love to flip around to different matches on Tennis Channel Plus to see my favorite players in action. Don't miss your favorite tennis legends battle a new generation of talent and watch exciting new rivalries emerge on the historic clay courts of Roland Garros. If Carolyn and I can't be in Paris in person, at least we can watch all the matches on Tennis Channel Plus. Daily coverage begins on Monday, May 20th. Be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. I know I will be.